should say welcome back today. Since <laughs> I always do. Welcome back to Stand True with Vicky Fresh. Because she loves to be called Vicky. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if you say Vicky, I probably won't even answer. Do you know what's so funny? Is I've never known Vicky's in my life. Like, I'm thinking back to early on in my life, and I've never known a Vicky. Yeah. And right now in my life, yeah. I have three friends that are Vicky's. There's a girl at the gym. Her name's Vicky. Uh, Vicky, my friend that I met in the horse world. And then you. And I'm you're, not Vicky. Well, you're all Victorias, but you go by Vicky. No, I do not. <laughs> you are so bad. <laughs> okay. I get so defensive. So, hey, it'd be like if someone called you Chrissy. Oh, I've been called that before. Or Christelle. <laughs> well, that's how your name is spelled. <laughs> Christelle. Your name is Vicky, isn't it? No, it is not. It is Victoria. <sighs> so, uh, my grandpa named me Crystal the Pistol. Because he would say that I was always up to something when I was little. Like, the funniest thing, I guess, to him was every time we'd go to a restaurant, he's like, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And my, I would knock over my whole glass of water. Are you serious? (laughs) He's like, it's not if, it's when. (laughs) So he called me Crystal the Pistol. I forgot your mom shared that on the podcast when she was here. During the generational lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I got that. that nickname from, yeah. from him. Um, Matt's got some nicknames for me, but I'm not going to say them on the podcast. Well, how about you share Matt's nickname? <sighs> I call him Matt the Cat. Matt the Cat. And you know what's funny is that that nickname has bled My into goodness. other areas. It's not yeah. just you now. No. Oh, other people call Sophia him that? Sophia calls him that. Sometimes uh, we'll joke uh, around and call, call him that. that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, Cody calls him that. Yeah. I'm, I love being at my home, but I'm excited about having a podcast room. Yeah. Because of the noises here on the funny farm. I don't think we <laughs> What we just did. Yeah. We're going to be doing a podcast room. Yeah. And we're hopefully going to be doing video version yeah. as well. So if you like watching podcasts on YouTube, then that will be available. And... Yeah, yeah, that's we'll exciting. Do a little, we should do a little grand reveal, like a little video before and after of our yes, yeah, of our we room. should. So stay tuned. It's for coming. That. Our plan would be the new year. I would say it would be realistic. Yeah, because yeah, we be have too to... much going on this next few months. <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy. We don't need to add another thing to the plate. So really fast, if you are in the area of where we live, mm-hmm. I knew I was going there too. So that's so funny. Oh, you were. I was thinking the same thing. We should invite them. If you are in the driving distance of. Like Wadsworth, Sterling, Rittman, Ohio area, you should totally come to this worship night that we are putting on at our church. It is a women's worship night. We're calling it Sisters Night. And there's a lot that goes into that name, which is kind of special to me because me and my sister would do a Sisters Night all growing up. We're just going to be doing the same exact thing where we're going to gather as sisters. And you can be 13 years old, you can be 113 years old. We want everybody there. And Basically, it's going to be a time where we as women and sisters in Christ just get to hang out, worship God, learn about Jesus, build our relationship with him. My friend's going to bring her flower truck. Um, We're going to have a little coffee bar, like just different things that girls would like and have Mm -hmm. fun. And yeah, we're going to be talking about the armor of God. We're going to be talking about truth and lies, kind of like this podcast. So it's going to kind of be like a live podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. With some worship, which is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And so if you would like to be a part of that and come, you should totally come. It's a free event mm-hmm. that we're going to put on. I didn't even say the date yet. The date is November 3rd, 7 p.m. 
Doors open at 6.30. So come get some flowers and coffee, worship. Mm-hmm. Maybe meet a new friend. Meet a new friend. Bring a friend bring with a you. Bring a sister. Yeah. You know. Bring your mom. Bring your cousins. Like, it is going to be a good it's old time. themed sister night. So sisters in Christ. So yep. as we know, that not necessarily means blood and flesh sister, but it means sisters that you do life together with. Yeah. Like, bring them. Bring them. It's going to be an amazing time, and we cannot wait. Yes. If you need the address, because I didn't say the address, if you want the address, then message us on Instagram. Yep. So I need to just share for a little laugh, you know, because we always do a little laugh on here. <laughs> this is the little laugh for you today. I, we and Crystal worked out this morning, and I rolled into her driveway like really half asleep. So I had just rolled out of bed. You know, I'm rolling up in her driveway, and I'm like, I probably looked like half asleep too. You were. I was acting weird too. Yeah, you were. Because now that I'm thinking about, I'm like, what was I doing? Uh huh. But I was mulling over this dream that I had. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was still kind of nervous about it, which is weird Mm -hmm. because it's really unrealistic. Mm -hmm. But I told her, I'm like, Crystal, I had this really weird dream, and she's like, Oh, really? And I'm like, Yeah. Basically, I was walking down this road. And this skunk comes floating over to me, not walking, but floating over to me. <laughs> and I start like uh. I start uh, talking to it and asking it not to spray me. And I and so I said, "Give me a little bit of time. I'm going to climb up this tree." And I'm thinking to myself, "I'm not really like I'm not like I'm doing crossword, but I can't climb a rope. So how am I going to climb this tree?" And I'm thinking, like, to myself, how I'm going to do this? And the skunk is talking back to me. And he says, he says, no, you can't climb the tree. You have to answer this question. And it was like a riddle. And if I got it wrong, he would spray me. Well, I got woken up in the middle of trying to answer the riddle. So I didn't know if I got sprayed or not. And I think it all stemmed from the other night I was driving our friend Annie's car and I ran over a skunk and I felt so bad because it sprayed her car. So all of that to say, you were holding on to guilt. I was, yeah, which I guilt couldn't even control. Shame. I couldn't even control, but also what a, what a weird dream to have a skunk floating over to you until you have to answer a riddle in order to not be sprayed. I mean, the question is, is do you feel free now from the guilt? I'm just, I think, I think I'm just laughing you, about it. You've worked Cause I, And the thing is, is that I don't feel guilty right now, but like in my subconscious, yeah, you I guess must I have. am. Yeah. So Annie, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So speaking of the power of our brain. Yeah. And mind. Seriously. Uh, so that's, that's what we're going to tackle today, which we are not going to be able to tackle it to its fullest. Oh my gosh, no, we're just going to scrape the surface. It's a very big topic, mm-hmm. but there's there's friends that struggle daily with with mental conditions, like, um, and I'm talking about, you know, anxiety, I'm talking about depression, I'm talking about bipolar disorder, I'm talking about schizophrenia there's all different types of things um different different levels of of mental illness um you know in different in different uh situations that have brought it on because sometimes it it could be caused by trauma um you know there's there's just so much to it and so Mm -hmm. I want to give a disclaimer (laughs) that um when I look at this this lie that 
that we're being asked to speak truth into, I'm going to look at it um, from the lens that God's plan got messed up from the get-go in the garden, right? Mm. And so it didn't get messed up because he's sovereign and he makes good with all with all things. So he is still God and still in control. But his original design um, for, for us and for us to commune together and to live together um, obviously was affected by sin. And so... Uh, therefore, ever since the garden, um, you know, things aren't perfect, right? Yeah. Because, but that doesn't mean that that's the heart of God. Mm-hmm. The, the heart and, and, and the, the, the proper way to view God in his heart is that his design and, and intentions and purpose for us were perfect. Yeah. Of who God is and his character. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the right way to approach this because... I've known a lot of people that have been hurt in the past that do struggle with mental illness and they've been told that it's a sin issue, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, like, like that that's a black and white answer, right? So it's a sin issue. So you need to get right with God, but I believe you can love Jesus. You can love God and you can still deal with, with mental diseases and issues. And I think God the truth is, is that God doesn't leave us alone in that mm-hmm. and that there, that there are lifelines and that there are help. There is help for that. Yeah. I think that shows up in a few different ways. I think that, um, first and foremost though, that it, that in all things he cares about our relationship with him. Right. Mm-hmm. So no matter what we're struggling with, um, we would want to, to know that his word and the gospel it needs to be the center to dealing with any type of illness, including our mental health, right? Yeah. So the so when when we look at truth, we have to define what our standard of health is, mm. right? In all things. This has to do with my, everything about my physical being, yeah. right? And my spiritual being. Because everything's connected. Everything's connected, right? And so the standard for that. Um, is is a heart that's redeemed by Christ? Yeah, I, you know, I am a, I am I am redeemed because of what Christ has done mm. by dying on the cross, and so I have to know that and believe that firmly, and that has to be the foundation and the root of of wellness. That that determines if I'm well, right? Is is do I have a, a humble spirit, heart, with a posture of knowing that? I am redeemed by Christ and Christ alone. Then we know that that's where it starts, right? Mm-hmm. So if we then surrender surrender that to the Lord, then we are growing a Christ-like character, right? Mm-hmm. Our mindset and the way that we now believe is a normal for a belie- for a believer, right? Mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians 5.17 um, is, is a verse in Galatians 2.20 and Philippians 2 verses 1 through 5. Um, so maybe we can note them or something on there. But that's kind of like the foundation that I would say is, is the mark of a, of a transforming believer, right? Yeah. And it's, it's really how we develop our biblical worldview. Mm. So it's how we establish our standard for mental health. Yeah. 
By looking at Jesus. Yeah. And our relationship with him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, here's the problem, though. It's it's not black and white in the sense that, like, a friend that struggles with anxiety, we first have to look at what's the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? And then, you know, obviously, anxiety can show up in different ways, but... Is this anxiety driven by a, a fear and a need to let go of control in areas? Yeah. Very likely, right? But then sometimes it, it kind of looks like anxiety, but there's something else that's going on, you know, chemically in the brain, right? And so it's not cookie cutter in that sense. But the way that we all can look at it the same is where is the foundation at? Yeah. And the foundation is in abiding in Christ. On Sunday they played this or they had this verse up on like the screen during one of the songs. I had never noticed this verse before, but when they put it on there, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. So it's first Corinthians three eleven. It says for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. That's right. So no other foundation is That's going exactly to what I'm talking work. About. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Jesus. And he's already been laid for us. Right. He's already laid down. Yes. We just got to choose where we're going to build. Did you read what comes after that? I can. Verse 12 says, If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. So, I feel like that's what I'm trying to illustrate here is there are good things. Like God has equipped doctors and medicine and different Mm -hmm. things to help with Yes. With mental health issues, right? Absolutely. But if the foundation isn't rooted in Christ, Mm -hmm. then all we're doing is throwing things at it, right? Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong with needing medication, needing counsel, needing the interventions that I believe are very well a plan of God's. Right? Because he tells us he'll never leave us or forsake us. So he's not going to just leave us without help. So I believe very well our help in these situations. But the foundation has to be strong. Has to be strong on Jesus. Yes. So um, when we abide in Christ, like like John 15 says, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole tree analogy, Mm -hmm. um, we then have to be mindful in why we do what we do. Mm. Right? So is that foundation firm? Yeah. And then we have to recognize that the renewing, then our thinking is renewed, right? Through his Mm. word because we're abiding in Christ. So we should be doing those things, not Mm. just instead of, because you can love Jesus and still have help. Yes. You can love Jesus and, and it actually... When you love Jesus, you recognize your need for help. You recognize it even more so. Because there's nothing we are or can do without Christ. Mm. So when our mind is is filled with the truth, right, and we're focused on eternal things, we won't be disordered in the structure, in the base, in the foundation. If that makes sense. So yeah. there, there is a book that we went through in school. And this is where I'm getting some of this stuff from. And, yeah. and I learned a lot from it. It's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Okay. Um, 
awesome, awesome book. I, I mean, if I could buy it for everyone and it wouldn't offend people, I would because <laughs> I just think it is just so well written. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so scripture based and there's just so much truth in it. Mm -hmm. Um, but he says, the author of that book, Peter says, emotional health and spiritual maturity are inseparable. Emotional health and spiritual maturity are inseparable. Wow. So as we mature in Christ, we can expect to grow healthier emotionally, relationally, mentally. And in first Peter, we see we can grow in other ways through trials and impairments and circumstances. So I would say in mental health and issues, right? And struggles that we have. Yeah. Um, so they're paired your relationship with Jesus and your emotional health, mental health, even like physical health. Is right. All paired. Yeah. Cause it's a soul along with your body, your yeah. mind. Right. So I don't know. Some people may or may not know, you know, you know that I'm, finishing up a degree in counseling and hey, uh, <laughs> wait when are you gonna be done because i know you're gonna add more i am gonna add more so i don't know when i'm ever Girl, gonna be done you keep but... saying i'm gonna be done in december i'm gonna be done <laughs> i know Yay. i you know what i'm actually gonna say i'm never gonna be done because I, I i don't think it'd be responsible of me to be ever be done because things are always changing and especially in that world yeah, yeah and so but what's never changing is christ mm-hmm and so that the has foundation. to be the foundation of my practice. Yep. And I I don't ever want to stray from that because yeah. I know without having a, a firm foundation and a good understanding of who God is and who God says I am, yeah. then I can't heal properly. Right? You and can't so help others. And I well yeah. Well that yeah, like in a practice, right? Yeah. So like so if we don't go there First, then anything that we're talking about or I'm throwing at you are just is just going to be temporary. So that's how I look at mental health too. Like, it, the foundation has to be there first. Yeah. And then as as we approach different mental health topics and situations, we can have a um, uh, more confident mm-hmm. view on how to handle it. Yeah, and also, like, I think it's important to note that abiding in Jesus and relying on Him and building your foundation on Him or keeping Him as the foundation is a daily pursuit. It's a daily thing you have to decide because you can you can have Him as your foundation and you can get in the rhythm of that, but it's easy to slip out of that and be relying on something else. Mm-hmm. So every single day you have to make that decision to put him as a foundation and then all your other decisions are based off of that. Yeah. Just because we build our foundation doesn't mean we're not going to have difficult things. It's yeah. actually the opposite. So whether we know we're going to have things in this world because it's a fallen world. So we know we're going to struggle with illness, physical, mental. We know these things are going to happen. Um, that's a reality, even more so a reason why our foundation has to be rooted in Christ. Mm-hmm. So the lie that, oh, I have a, I, I'm struggling with a mental illness, so God must not, not be my foundation. Yeah, and must not love me, you know, or that I would say that, that that's a foundation issue. Like, no, God loves you. He created you. 
And because we live in this fallen world, there are things, right? Yeah. Um, or there's things because of sin that we deal with mentally too, right? Depending on what we're talking about. But that the what doesn't change is that God loves you mm-hmm. and that there's a purpose for your life. And so with that foundation, we can trust him that he'll guide us and lead us into the proper uh, navigating of, of help for it. So you can love Jesus and, and you can take medication if that is what is is best for the situation. Yeah. You can love Jesus and, and have a counselor. You can love Jesus and and go to the gym because you want to have a better health physically. It's that type of it's that type of thing. Like yeah. it's because you love Jesus. It's you, be, you be accept better. the help to yeah. to be a good steward with, with your body and your resources and what he's given you. So yeah. I think that that's a lie for that reason. Oh, yeah, for sure. And to use then your body and your mind and your time here on earth and all those things to glorify him Mm -hmm. and bring other people with you. Yeah. So it's like a double whammy. Yeah. There's a lot of folds to this conversation. There is. Because there's a lot of reasons why as well. I was going to bring in the story of just Peter walking on water in Matthew 14 where Obviously, that was a physical thing, and obviously, Jesus was physically there with him. Mm -hmm. But I think that that picture, too, is really cool for mental health because a lot of times you're there. Like, Peter wasn't alone. He had other disciples in the boat. But, like, sometimes even when you're surrounded by people in the storm, you feel alone. And Mm -hmm. I think Peter felt alone in that moment. So they had just gone through, like, a day of ministry or a time of ministry, and then, like, they went out to go fishing, and Jesus went off by himself to have time with the Father. Well, it says, Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from the land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. When the disciples saw him, wait, hold up. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning, you're out (laughs) trying to fight these waves, and you see somebody walking on water. I think it was a ghost, Unbelievable, right? Like, whoa. Freaky. So... When the disciples saw him walking on water, they were terrified. Yeah, I'd be right there with you. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. That's pretty cool. Take courage, I am here. He's reminding them, like, you're not alone. I'm here with you. Mm -hmm. Because think about that, they're they're scared of the, the wind and all the waves and things. And then Peter called to him, Lord, if it is really you, tell me to come out to you walking on the water. Hmm. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and he began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have such little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? Mm-hmm. And then Jesus ends up pulling him to the boat and they go on their way. But that picture to me is so cool when you think of it as a picture and when you think of it with mental health. Peter was there. His disciple friends were there. Jesus was there. Jesus literally said, don't fear. Like I am here with you. Mm -hmm. And Peter, so then Peter's in the storm. He's walking on the water and he begins to be afraid. He feels alone, even Mm -hmm. though there's people around him. I think in mental health, sometimes we can feel alone, even though you have people around you. Mm -hmm. And then he starts to sink. Mm -hmm. But who was right there to grab him? Jesus reaches out his hand, grabs him pulls him into the boat and says, why'd you doubt me? I was right here. Yeah. Take courage. I'm right here with you. I think that's so cool. It is and so such cool. a good picture. So like, as just a reminder too, that 
when you're in that storm of mental health and you have people around you, but you're still feeling alone mm-hmm. and you still feel the waves and the wind, just know that Jesus is right there with you. And he says, take courage. I'm right. here with you. Yeah. It's almost like the other side of that is your, your spirit feels crushed, right? You feel mm-hmm. like you feel alone. Like you said, um, we just talked a couple weeks ago, you were there about Psalm 34, um, taste and see that that the Lord is good. Right. Um, I love that. I love that Psalm, but in that Psalm, um, it, it says, um, and verse 18, 34, 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Wow. It, It feels probably crushing. It feels like, like, you know, I, I've known mental illness to, to the degree that, you can't get out off your bedroom floor, you know, yeah. and, and you feel crushed and you feel defeated. Mm-hmm. And the way you get up is by knowing the foundation and trusting that God is right there with you Yeah, and you're not alone. And so, um, so, so use the lifelines that he sends out and the people and there, the people that he puts. Yeah. And, and don't, don't give in to the lie the enemy tells you. That, that you're not a follower of Christ or that something's wrong with you because or that you're alone. In this it. isn't true. It's not true. I think too, Satan uses the tactic that you're alone because if you, if you feel like you're alone and believe that you're alone in something, then you're not going to reach out to the lifelines. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that if we start to believe that you're alone in something, then you start to shut people out. Yep. You don't use the things that That's are right. offered. So bitterness don't settles in that lie. Yep. There are people around you who care about you, who want to help you, yeah, who want right. to be there with you, want to pray for you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe the lie. And you're loved and there is help for you. Jesus literally says, take courage. I am here. Yep. I have felt this way. Um, I have wondered what purpose my life has. Um, I have questioned God like, you know, why would you not just take me? I have experienced those highs and those lows of the emotional, the emotional roller coaster that we can experience in this fallen world. Mm-hmm. And because of, of God's unfailing has said love for me, he has continued to show me that it isn't my strength, but it's his. Mm-hmm which is why at 44 years old I'm pursuing this degree and and wanting to spend the rest of my life helping anyone who's ever felt that way yeah. not feel alone. Yeah. So I understand and I know it's real and it's very personal to me and it's a lie because yeah. it's not who God is and it's not who he says we are. And so we we must be confident and firm in knowing who God is and who he says we are. Mm-hmm. And with that with that, we won't just get through. Yeah. We will grow through and we will bring glory and honor to him as we do it. By laying our foundation. Yeah. By abiding in Jesus. Yeah. Reaching out to people, understanding that Jesus literally says, take courage, I'm here with you. Yeah. All those things are a part of it. Mm-hmm. And if you feel alone and if you don't feel like mm-hmm. you have anyone to reach out to, you yep. can reach out to us. Yep. Absolutely. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day, Lord. Um, we always say heavy topic and we kind of chuckle, but really, Lord, uh, this is something that um, is really um, very challenging in our day today, Lord. Um, the There's people listening, I'm sure, 
that have struggled with anxiety, um, with mental illness, with depression, uh, Lord. And I just pray that if, if they've heard nothing else today, Lord, that they know that they're loved, that you love them, Lord, and that they are not alone. Lord, I just thank you for your truth. I thank you uh, for your goodness, for your steadfast love, Lord. Uh, we don't deserve your grace, but Lord, you are just so free in giving it. So Lord, allow, allow us to be um, freely giving grace as well to others. Never know, Lord, what battle someone may be fighting. And so, Lord, um, let us let us be people uh, that that love people well. Mm. We love you. We praise you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Oh, 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 oh.